Welcome back to Farm Talk. I'm News and Farm Director Eric Johnson. Hey, we again are a commodity classic in Houston, Texas. A big thank you to Calmer Cornhead, sponsor of our trip here. And uh, we happen to be making our way around the third floor of Commodity Classic and saw a friend. We usually get to see her in Fargo. It's Ann Osborne with the National Weed Foundation. But Ann, it's first of all good to see you down here, but I missed the big celebration last night. Yes. Hi, Eric. Yeah, we had our wheat winners reception last night. It was so fun. We had uh, over 250 people attend and we celebrated our 2023 national winners. And so we just had a really good time. We talk about each winner a little bit and then we had 10 top quality winners out of those 2024. So we talked about quality and yield and how the contest is encouraging all wheat growers to try for both and it can be done. It definitely was a trying year, though, especially in the Dakotas because of the heat that we had in the early portion of the year. And then obviously we had a good portion of drought. But I think in the end, growers did pretty well. Yeah, we did. You know, eastern and western North Dakota decided to switch weather last year. So so we had, um, you know, several winners from, from western North Dakota. But as usual, because those guys down there are working on, we do a percent over county. So it doesn't always have to be the highest yield, but we're doing a percent over county in part one of our categories. So the dryland winners could win by yield or they could win by percent over county, which is what a lot of those guys in uh, western North Dakota do. How many states does the contest encompass? Is it just a large swath of like central, the central U.S.? You know, we recognize state winners in 28 states this year. Yeah, so we had, um, we do a top three in each state, which we recognize if there are three, and we had 28 states participate. So it was just terrific. We had really good participation in 23. Well, the other part is getting them all here. Did you have good turnout from the winners? Yeah, we did. It was it was a good turnout. Uh, I think that was one that the weather um, delayed them, so we didn't get to see them last night. So I'm sure they're here today and enjoying the classic. But we unfortunately we missed um, we missed one guy from his weather bed travels. Okay, so we start again. Is are things getting close to being underway? <laughs> oh yeah, for this 24 contest, I'm so excited because we launched our new website. So it's okay. wheatcontest.org. It's very simple. Wheatcontest.org is where they go. Everybody needs to register um, for to be on there, and then we put in our entries. Uh, same as always, May 15th is the deadline for winter wheat, and August 1st is the deadline for spring wheat. But this is so exciting, also. Because I have a new category that we're doing a pilot category for the growers in your area. So we're doing a pilot category called Digital Yield. And we're running that only in spring wheat, North South Dakota, Minnesota, Montana. You know, Eric, the technology that these farmers have today in their combines, on their grain carts, in their software, they are able to accurately submit yields to us uh, using their digital technologies. So we've got the help of John Deere, Bushel, Westbred, Climate. Several of us have gotten together and we've developed this category. Now we're launching it as a pilot in a small area because we want to learn what um, what works and how we need to make that work. But it's going to be a 20 acres. Instead of the small acre and a half, we want to have them submit a 20 acre. Um, they put their field map in when they enter. They, put t- they pick three fields that's going to have wheat on for spring wheat, put those three fields in when they enter. At harvest time, they're going to give us some more digital information so that we can validate their yield that they um, want to submit from 20 acres out of their field. Wow, that is very exciting news. How many do you figure to get? Is it, is it hard when you start a new category? 
I, you know, I don't know. I mean, this is a, this is something that is is untried. But we have just been talking about this for a while, and our our, our Westbred and climate partners have said, why why don't we give something like this a try? Because you know, in Western North Dakota or Eastern Montana, some people need to go an hour to get to a certified scale to weigh their wheat, or or the supervisor needs to spend an hour traveling on the road to get to their field. So this is going to allow those folks that have the technology, that have the the scales and their grain carts and have the combines and the yield monitors and calibrated that'll be able to submit these digitally so it's going to be very interesting and very very educational that's going to be really cool all right well we got a few extra minutes here and i wanted to ask you if we could maybe just talk a little bit about the national wheat foundation and, and the work that you guys do in general Okay, thanks. Yeah, the foundation is to education, research, and outreach is our goal. We're a 501c3 nonprofit, and our NOG is our member. So in addition to the yield contest, we do uh, leadership programs where our board members are trained. We do a farm tour in the summer where we target um, congressional staffers and also USDA. New employees at the USDA will come out to a farm in Maryland and get to see firsthand wheat harvest and learn about about farming and we do a reception in dc we have several projects i'm just curious what that's like because i've been at one of the receptions they did for folks that came out i think it was for the epa they invited them out it was part of the e-tour that some of the the organizations do uh they bring them to north dakota and some of them were getting on a tractor for like the first time they they literally like some of these folks from the big city had never done that before so i was kind of curious have you been to any when were you holding for the staffers or the eyes as big as golf balls or (laughs) yeah it's so fun yeah they love it and well you know and there's ones that are some experienced or have been on a farm or come from a farm and they love it too because who doesn't love to be around wheat harvest time you know it's just so fun to be out there it's an open it's a classroom situation but you know as an out in the field and you do tie in with some educational stuff in the Dakotas. I think you did something not that long ago with NCI. I don't know if you currently are, uh, but do you have anything? Or if somebody wants to find out some of the educational tours or educational programs, can they just find that on the website? Is that stuff they can find there? Yeah, that would be the best place for them to go is to the um, wheatfoundation.org website, and they can see. And we do, um, we do a scholarship program and things like that. People might be interested in looking at that. I'm happy to run into you because I was one of those I didn't get back to you. We get like 85 emails when we come to this big event, but uh, I'm glad we caught up with you. And once we get a little bit more time, I'll have you come over to the studio in uh, Fargo, You, which you've done before. We appreciate that. Anything else that we forgot before we let you go? Uh, no, I, I think just to encourage every wheat grower that's listening to uh, get on that wheatcontest.org and get registered and enter the contest. Very good. Ann Osborne, again, Project Manager, National Wheat Foundation, here at Commodity Classic. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more Farm Talk coming up in just a moment.